0: You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown. Welcome everybody. I'm so glad to be back on the microphone with you guys. It's been a busy, busy couple of weeks and the one thing that I love the most is actually chatting with you guys is the one thing that I haven't been doing. So I am setting aside some time this morning. I'm squeezing it in, in lieu of a shower (laughs) before my coaching client gets here. They don't mind. And um, they actually like the authenticity, which is really cool about it. I'll say, oh, excuse me, you know, I got my gym clothes on. And they're like, no, I really like that. <laughs> I really like that there's shoes on your stairs. Anyway, I digress again. So today's topic is the manipulation strategies of others. What does that mean? In the short version, it means people know how to work you. People know how to get what they want by manipulating you. By either pushing a button or finding your weak spot or touching a guilty place inside of you in the road to reclaiming our personal power it is super super important to recognize that this is a thing that people do do this because this becomes such an uh, unconscious dance between both parties where the manipulator manipulates and then we just kind of do what they're doing and the manipulator manipulates and we just kind of do what we're doing. You know, we keep doing what they want and then eventually there's just this confusion and unhappiness and, you know, disruption in our bodies and we don't even really know why. That's because it's unconscious. It's because we are doing for others based on A weakness of ours or a guilt of ours and we are allowing them doing it but we don't really know so it's super important no meaning we're not conscious but what's happening the mechanism the actual conditioning that's happening here so it's really important that we start to recognize where our weak spaces are and where we feel guilt and just become aware of our loved ones the people around us that might be manipulating us to get what they want sometimes people do it purposefully but sometimes they don't so I don't want you to think immediately oh somebody's evil for manipulating me because you know what sometimes it's just an it's just something that comes into play in a relationship like arises kind of out of nothing that the mind just seeks to get what it wants and it finds a way to do it and it keeps doing it and until that mechanism is stopped it will keep happening now on the other hand we do have sociopaths and narcissists and those type of people in our lives as well let's face it there's some people out there that can be a little extreme and uh, they're really really good at this by the way I often call them like con artists because they're really good at working the system But here's the thing. We're not going to fault or point fingers because we don't do that at Sweet Empowerment. We take personal responsibility. So it doesn't matter if it's a child working us, a parent working us, an ex-spouse working us, a boss working us. It really doesn't matter who has got our number. The problem is, is that there is a number in the first place. We have that guilt and we have that weak spot. Someone's figured it out and they're using it to get what they want. I want to give you a small example. I hope you guys understand it in this example that I'm about to give you. When I became an adult and I started the healing path, I realized I could have used more one-on-one time with my mother. Now, she's not evil or bad. She's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, She had five kids (laughs) and a lot going on. So I vowed that I would not have a bunch of kids first of all, but that I would spend quality time with them so they really felt like I was there and that I could impart my wisdom in them and teach them some things and and I wanted them to know I was paying attention. So that's been one of my highest values. As time went on, let's say my one of my kids, I just remember this happening, couldn't tell you the exact situation, would ask me for something or say I'm bored, can we go do this? And I would say, No, I need to clean the house today or whatever it was or and next thing you know, I would get the sad eyes or the little arm around my waist. And I, I just want to spend time with my mommy. I miss you. I don't feel like you spend enough time with me. Boom! There it is. Manipulation strategy. And bump, my antenna would go up. Oh my God, oh my God, red alert, red alert, red alert. I'm not spending enough time with my kids. I better make this happen. Now, not that I necessarily jumped through the hoop at that moment, but inside my my heart and in my mind, I started hustling. What can I do to make this happen? What can I do to make this happen? Okay, I gotta hurry up and do this. And I started pushing away priorities for that day. I was a single mom at the time and a hairdresser and I worked during the week and I only had a couple days that I could you know, get prepared for the week again. So I'd, I'd have to try to hustle through all of this stuff. I didn't have the help of a spouse so that I could do that thing that I needed so, so much in my youth. Now, I just, as a disclaimer, just so you know, most of the time when we are really conscious of something, we're really good at it. So you can imagine my kids were getting a lot of my time, but that doesn't mean my little mechanism, my my trigger wasn't still there. And somewhere along the line, my child probably said that authentically and they watched how it worked. So here was a time, let's, let's just say they were bored. Hey, but if I say this to mommy, it works. Now I'm not, again, I'm not just saying this is from children. This is from anybody in our life. It goes to our parents and our, our friends and our neighbor and, you know, whoever people somehow get our number and they start to use it for their advantage in their own selfish needs. Now, again, not faulting the person. What needs to happen is for us to heal that space. When I became aware that guilt over, you know, a lot of things, I just was this big guilt-ridden person back in the day, and this wasn't overdoing anything bad. It just felt, my guilt was, I need to do this or I'm a bad person. For another quick example, I always did whatever my mom wanted or needed me to do. And um, just, again, love my mom so much and just wanted to please her. And if I start, when I started saying no to her, she would give me a little sad look and, oh, okay, boom, that would do it. I was uh, guilty and I, well, and I would do it. <laughs> She got my number. So I started to realize, wow, I'm not holding my boundaries. I'm not taking care of me because I am easily guilted into things. I needed to regain power in that area. And we do that by healing the area, the weak spot. So let's look at the first example of me with my kids. How did I heal that? You know what I did? I sat down. I got really super logical about it. That's why it's so important to have right brain and left brain interaction in our minds, in our thinking, because left brain is the logic, and a lot of times logic will get me through things. So I looked up, you know, how much time should I be spending with my kids? What's a good healthy number? I researched. You know, you guys hear this a lot in my work that I I research. I worked with the public for many, many years and I ask a lot of questions because I want to know. I've just always been fascinated with the human experience. So I researched how much time are people spending with their kids? Which kids are spoiled and which kids are not? What's a good number? And then I would weigh that up against mine. I'd be like, damn, I'm hitting this out of the park. So I had to... Practice saying no, even though I still felt guilty, because it is such a value of mine, and I want my kids to feel that love, but there was a line that I could cross that would turn them into being, uh, what's the word, enabled, or entitled, or selfish. You know, I was going overboard, and it was giving them too much, and I was doing that at my own expense. I was sacrificing my sacred self in order not to feel guilt. Think about that. Was sacrificing my sacred self in order not to feel guilty. I'm going to encourage you to pause this podcast, this episode right now, and think about that. Where have you compromised your sacred self in order not to feel guilt? Whether it's true guilt or not, a lot of time that guilt is just fabricated in our minds. So, back to what I was saying, I logic my way through it. I realized that I was saying you know that I was spending plenty of time with them and I let it be but I had to get really conscious about that and then I moved on to to let's say the situation with my mom and I would so this is you know I that healed later well I kind of organically healed as I had kids because I couldn't really say yes to anything anymore but later in life I would I would literally say to her mom when you look disappointed like that it guilts me And it makes me feel like I have to do it, but it also makes me resentful because I feel like you're trying to manipulate me. And we actually had a conversation about it, and thank you God that we had such a beautiful relationship that we were able to have a conversation about it, which, you know, some people are not able to have those conversations. Well, they are, but maybe they choose not to. So the key is to be very conscious about how you are allowing others To manipulate you it's not their fault they're just doing them remember we cannot control and change them that is their mechanism and I would like to add that a lot of times those mechanisms come into play way back way back in childhood when they started to get things that they wanted I knew a person that his mother never called him out, never made... Actually, I know a couple, couple of people like this, that their mother never made them accountable for their actions. So as they, grow, they grew up, it was very hard for them to take responsibility for the behavior as an adult because they were never taught how to do it as a child. Same thing here. If people start to learn how to manipulate people... At a young age, they just carry that into adulthood. So, like I'm saying, you know, we are all child of god, children of God. We are all innocent on our journey. We're doing the best we can. Sometimes we don't mean to be jerks. We don't. Sometimes we we don't mean to be a-holes. Sometimes we don't even think we're being those things or we're being selfish. So again, understand the mechanism that's happening inside of your person that they came upon that organically. It doesn't make it okay. I'm not saying it's okay but that you are the only one that has the power to change the situation by changing your own responses and reactions. And we do that by recognizing the place that we are weak or that we are easily guilted and healing that spot. I believe in you guys. I know you can do this. I did it. And it's still a work in progress for me because I'm weaker in spots than I am in other spots, but I'm aware. And oh, the key to, to reclaiming our self-worth and living an empowered life is awareness. As long I think Eckhart Tolle said sometimes awareness is enough. There isn't even really too much work we can do. We just become aware. How how awesome is that? Become conscious, guys. Recognize what's going on. Recognize what your person's doing. Recognize what you're doing. Realize where the power is to be held, which is within ourselves, and do the necessary work to heal it. All righty. Thank you so much for listening. I just appreciate you guys so much. Super appreciate you leaving me an iTunes rating and review. That helps me so much. And if you would like to read more about the manipulation strategies of others, you can find that in my book, From Doormat to Sweet Empowerment, located at my website at www.sweetempowerment.com. It's under Module 4, Take Your Power Back, You Are Your Own Authority. Until next time, take great care.